Hello and welcome to the Mississauga Life and Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Jaffrey. And as always, we're getting into some very interesting, very relative uh, stuff. We're looking at the latest real estate numbers. The market report came out for the month of March. Uh, and it's interesting because uh, February, we saw the average price jump up 5%, which was pretty shocking given that we had eight interest rate hikes. Uh, nothing had really changed. And then all of a sudden, the prices go up. And what was the reason for that? Uh, well, it was inventory. Uh, so what's going on in March? Well, let's take a look at the numbers real quick. In Toronto, the average price, let's do this. Let's talk about what the average price has been doing in Toronto uh, in 2023. Uh, yes, we love to compare it to the year before and say, wow, you know, prices have come down so much, et cetera, et cetera, which, which is fine. That's history now. But what's happening? What's What are the most recent trends? And let's take a look at numbers in that sense. Okay. So for Toronto, the average price in January, which is down 50 to 20% compared to the January of the year before, uh, this January, it was $1.038 million. In February, the average price jumped up to a million ninety-five which means that it went up by 5%. And it was a bit surprising because uh, for the last six or seven months prior, the average price had kind of stabilized. It would go up a, a percentage point, it would come down a percentage point, nothing significant. So, you know, we were expecting more of the same because the interest rates are what they are. Uh, March, so the March average price has gone up again. So this is not as significant because we went from 1095 in February to 1108. So 1.1 million. Uh, and that's up roughly 1.3% uh, compared to the month before. Not a big jump, but it's an increase. And it is a trend now that we're following. So if, it, if this trend keeps up, percentage point two five whatever it is uh, we seem to be going in the right in the, the same direction um, that we were in a year ago okay so let's break it down so very very simply um, last year in March we had 20,000 listings come on the market, which is kind of in line. It was a bit higher compared to the years before, but it's sort of in line, 15 to 20,000 listings coming on the market. Last year, we had 20,000 listings come on the market in March. It's a crazy market. Everything was selling. Uh, I think it was like seven days of the market or something was the average days of the market at the time. This year, this March, this past March, we had 11,000 listings come on the market. We're down to almost 50%. I mean, this is a record low. Right. If you were to go back like the last 10 years, we haven't had this, this much inventory or shortage of inventory for a very, very long time. Uh, and this is where the average price jumped up one point. Well, I shouldn't say jumped up, but it etched up 1.3% uh, compared to the month of February. Okay. What's going on in Mississauga? Very, very similar. Mississauga, January, we're at 920,000 for the average price. Keep in mind, Mississauga has a lot of condos compared to other cities. So we were at a 920,000 as, as an average price in February. Uh, the price went up to 1 million. So this actually in Mississauga, the jump in February was even more significant. It was probably like 9%, 9, 9.5%. It went up in February. And then in March, another significant increase, 3%. So we went from a million, 1009 million to March 1036. Uh, so that's up by 
3%. So Mississauga seems to be doing a little bit better in terms of price increases uh, compared to the general average of Toronto. So yeah, so we're up uh, 3% monthly increase. Uh, and um, we had a total of about 600 transactions. Okay. So the question now becomes... Well, well, let's take a look at the average days as well. This is this is important, I think, as well. So average days of market in Toronto, now we're talking about January, February, March, uh, were 41, 33, 27. So the days of market are going down, uh, correlated to the inventory going down as well. Mississauga, very similar, 45, 36, and 26 days of market uh, in the month of February. But keep in mind, when the market was piping hot, you were looking at... 11, 12 days on the market at that time. Um, will it end up there? Who knows? The main question, however, is what's causing this sort of like uptick in prices? I mean, we've had eight interest rate hikes, right? Nothing much has changed. We know we had a million people coming on the market or coming to Canada, rather. We talked about this in detail in the last podcast. So we had a million people come in about... 450,000 of them were temporary workers, NPRs, non-permanent residents. And, uh, you know, maybe that has something to do with it. Not sure. There were some changes, though. There was a foreign buyer ban that was, that was implemented towards the end of the year or maybe at the beginning of the year, which kind of like uh, stopped these temporary workers and other people uh, from purchasing property. But, uh, I mean, my analysis, my two cents on that was it's not going to make a big, dif big difference on the impact it's having on the prices and everything else. It might be a very small portion of the market, nothing significant. Uh, so there have been changes made to the foreign buyer ban, uh, which was, oh, there it goes. It was enacted in January 1st of this year. So in less than 90 days, they've made some changes, some amendments to this. Uh, so the Minister of Housing and Diversity and Inclusion announced the following key changes. Work permit holders will now be allowed to purchase a primary residence provided they have a minimum of 130 days remaining on their permits. Previously, work permit holders had to file, had to have filed Canadian taxes for five years and have resided in Canada for a minimum of 244 days of those years. So they've, they're kind of loosening it up a little bit. They're making some allowances for temporary workers to be able to purchase. Again, that's not going to have a major effect on the buying and selling of real estate uh, simply because these guys are very, a very small percentage. First of all, even if they do end up purchasing, they're a very small percentage of the market. And out of the 400,000 people that came in, I mean, if you just do some very simple math, it doesn't amount to a lot. The average temporary worker salary is around $43,000, $45,000 a year. So even if you had two people who are making that much money, I mean, given the Toronto prices, uh, prices in Mississauga, other areas, uh, that income doesn't really allow you for, um, you know, anything substantial to get like a property, maybe a one bedroom condo for a thousand. Uh, and those two will come with like really high maintenance fees, but really though, like it's not going to have a great impact on the market. The real reason why the, why the prices are going up right now in this market is because of inventory. Inventory is just short. It's, it's, 
I don't know what's going on. There's the sellers are not coming out like we were expecting them to. Everything that we've been reading, we've been hearing, you know, we were expecting thirty five thousand record closings for new construction. Uh, so where we're used to twenty five, we're expecting thirty five. 35,000. And then we're also expecting that because of the rising interest rates where they are right now for a lot of investors, they wouldn't want to hold on to these properties. They would simply want to just take possession and sell them right away uh, because the cost of servicing that, that debt is really high. So we're expecting all of those things and we're expecting a whole bunch of investors to kind of uh, get rid of their properties as well, but that's not happening. Uh, sellers have gone AWOL. They're missing. I mean, just to kind of give you an idea, if you want to take a look at new listings coming to the market in the month of March, if you go back as far as 2010, we were close to about 20,000, maybe 18, 19,000 listings coming out uh, in 2010 in the month of March. And then we kind of hovered between the 20 to 15,000 mark uh, for a long time um, up, till, up till the you know the COVID boom, when the real estate boom really took place. So in 2021, 2022, we had really high inventory. We're looking at 22,000 uh, new listings coming in the month of March in 21 and 22. 2023, we're at maybe 12,000, I think, roughly. About 12,000 listings come to the market in the month of March in 2023, which is a record low in the last 13 years. Simple supply and demand, guys. I mean... Doesn't matter what the market is doing, there's always people who have to make a move. Life events happen, like we've mentioned before. You know, there's divorces, uh, separations, death in the family, job transfers, etc. You name it. I mean, things happen and people have to move. So those closings are gonna continue to happen on a daily basis. People have to move. So in that case, when those moves happen and inventory is low, there's gonna be multiple offers on properties. People want homes. People want the good homes. Anything that shows well is priced right will end up in multiple offers. So that is the situation right now. On the other hand, I think that when we talk about uh, you know how we were expecting a lot of sort of investors to kind of come to the market and maybe offload a few properties because the debt of servicing is really high, there is this real strong sense of well, really strong confidence in the real estate market. For a lot of people, uh, you know, they think, I mean, Canadian Canadian real estate is one thing, but Toronto real estate is a totally different thing. So in Toronto, I think the sentiment's more like, okay, we're going through a cycle, right? We, we go through real estate cycles, ups and downs. This down cycle that we're going through is going to be a matter of months, not a matter of years. So I feel that a lot of sellers and investors are super confident that, hey, if I'm not getting my price right now, it's 20% down from the peak. Give it a couple of months. It's going to shoot right back up and I'll sell it at that point. Will that happen? Who knows? But we, we do know that what we've been seeing for the last uh, decade, especially the last three, four years, has really instilled a very strong sense of confidence in people, uh, especially when it comes to selling real estate. Um. What else? So interesting. We talk about the real estate outlook index. This is done by Bloomberg, uh, Nano's confidence index. So this basically measures what, uh, what is the consumer sentiment? What are people feeling about real estate, uh, going forward? And after a long time, you know, ever since the rates went up for the whole year last year, this was on a, on a downward trend. Last couple of weeks. So I'd say, 
maybe as far back as mid-February, it was ticking up. It was going up. People were confident that real estate's going to rebound again. But Nano shows us a different side. It, it tells us that people are now again expecting, or rather like their outlook, as it is the outlook index, is not that great going forward. So that's coming down right back down again. So it hasn't, it's actually a record low, right? Uh, what we had for the last couple of years, or I shouldn't say the last couple of years, a couple of months, uh, that was a record low. They started recording these sentiments uh, on this index, maybe 2015. And, you know, the, the, the COVID-19 time period put aside, take that out of the equation. Uh, this is the lowest the confidence index has been so far. So what about power sales? You know, we were expecting with the high rates, power sales would be affected and they were. So power sales, we went from having like zero power sales up to like three years ago uh, to about 70, 60, 70 active power sale listings on the market. Uh, this is for all of Toronto. But even that, it's not a significant number to have real to have a real impact on the uh, averages. So when you're talking about 15,000, 10,000 listings, and uh, you know, 10 of them, 15, 20 of them are going to be power sales, it doesn't really have uh, that much of a pull. So in essence, prices are continuing to go up, at least for the last two months, we'll be watching for the month of February, for the month of March, 5%, the 1.3%. And the main reason they're going up is not because consumer confidence is high and buyers are back in the market because uh, Tiff Macklem isn't going to raise the interest rate anymore. That's not the reason why. The reason why these prices are going up is because the sellers are just not there. The sellers have gone missing. Um, and until and unless we have more inventory in the market, which was projected um, a couple of months back, but hasn't happened, unless that happens, prices, it looks like in Toronto, in Mississauga, in all parts of the GTA, are going to continue to go up. That's it for this video. I hope you find this information very useful. If you do, please go ahead and subscribe, like, comment, and share. We'll see you in the next video. Take care.